And there's no turning back in the swamp, folks. You are in the zone. It's Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Nice and sunny out. And uh, it's game day. Game day for a few folks, and I will let y'all know about those in a minute. But, Todd, for what do you know? Well, everybody wants to rule the world, but nobody can sing it quite like Tears for Fears. Love that song. Love it. You know what I say? Wow, love it. Love that song. It's a good one. Hey, it's a... It is a frisky day out there. Frisky. Squirrels are just going around. Traffic's moving pretty good. On Highland Drive, an informant from the water, Oak Grove Water Department says water's flowing the way it's supposed to be doing. And Elvis is in the building. He's here. Yeah. I'm sure y'all hear him at some point, but right now he's belly up by the heater. That's right. But anyway, you look at it. University of Texas Longhorns are in the Final Four football team, as we say. So keep on keeping on, because Washington Huskies, here we come. Going down to New Orleans, January 1st. Well, what's going on, on your side of the Swampers? Well, speaking of UT, the women's basketball beat UConn the other night. Whew, hard to do. Got them. Hard to do. Good game. And, uh, For the first time. First time in school history. Yeah, 11 tries, I think. Yeah. And the boys might That's why you don't give up. Yeah. So then uh, Carolina, they beat FSU Saturday tonight. We've got UConn at UConn. Actually, it's at uh, Madison Square Garden. Okay, it's at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's right. At the Jimmy V. The cancer thing. Yeah. Uh, Awareness. Or whatever. Awareness. There you go. So there you go. So if you're planning to go to Yukon, you make that turn and go to Madison Square Gardens. That's right. Then tonight we got the lounge. We got the Kaufman Lounge playing. Right. Uh, the girls are going to Greenville, and the guys are going to be at home against Crandall. Hey, those girls scrapping on defense. I'm Getting just it. saying. Getting it. Coach Ingram's got them rocking and rolling. This might be the year that Sunnyvale's going to have to go uh-oh. But anyway. Going down. Game at a time. You know, Dad, I like chocolate and caramel mixed together. It's kind of tastes good to me. Uh, yeah, well, a stretch of highway in Ohio was closed Thursday morning when a crash involving two semi-trucks covered the roadway in boxes of chocolate and caramel. Wow. <laughs> a little slick and sticky. Man, you. you know, the the trucks collided about 6 a.m. And uh, one of them spilled chocolate and caramel candy into the roadway, prompting officials to direct traffic off the highway. No injuries were reported. So there Except we go. you better look out for the bumblebees. Yeah. And the honeybees. Yep. All right, North Carolina. Go Hills. Ending up there someday. A week after coming up one number short of a jackpot, Joshua Allen of Raleigh won $662,000 from the North Carolina Education Lottery. Doesn't he look like Allen? Football player? Anyway, it's not him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's just a day's work for him. So uh, he bought the dollar 
dollar cash five ticket in honor of his grandfather. Uh, it was always his favorite game over the years, so I decided to play it because he did. So uh, there you go. Hey, learn from those relatives. This one to me is uh, pretty comical, and I'm just going to read the title, and that, and that's it. So we're into comical. Okay. Washington City Council candidate who didn't vote loses by one ballot. <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Candidate didn't vote. They didn't vote for himself anyway. Or, or anybody. Said uh, a Washington man who Washington. thought it would be kind of narcissistic to vote for himself ended up losing a city council position by one vote. What? So, I him saying that's narcissistic. He said, I didn't feel comfortable. I thought it was kind of, you know, selfish thing to do, so he didn't. But I remember uh, one of the many times my Uncle Wayne was running for something or from something. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. Um, from some. <laughs> um, I said, Uncle Wayne, you allowed to vote for yourself? Sure are. Got to. I don't know why I didn't think that was allowed, but it is, it was, and this guy's lost because he didn't vote for himself. So there you go. I have not heard the results of the junior high basketball last night. Uh, but, well, did you ask? No, I didn't ask. Got into other conversations, but uh, let's just say, uh, let's just say, what I've seen, uh, seven A might have shot with it, and uh, eight A and B. Yeah, boy, let's get track here. <laughs> All right, a couple birthdays today in the music world. Nineteen thirty-eight, JJ Kale would have been his birthday. Wow. Nineteen thirty-two, Little Richard. Come on. Yep. Little Richard, man. He could scoot and move. Moving and a scooting. Yeah. Speaking of moving and a scoot, 1960, Elvis Presley started a 10 week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with G.I. Blues. It was his fifth number one album in the U.S. I got the hip to deep for occupation G.I. Blues. G.I. Blues. Elvis just perked his head up. Different Elvis, Elvis. And then in 2009, the band Fish played the final show of their 2009 fall tour at the John Paul Jones Arena at the University of Virginia. At the beginning of a first set, an erratic fan proceeded to run on stage fully naked. Wow. He ran up and hugged guitarist Trey Anastasio and kissed him on the cheek. Made three laps around the stage before finally being chased down by security. Man. Those drugs make you do crazy things. Crazy. Those uh, yeah. three laps, I wonder, like, does that say more for him or the security guy? Or, anyway. <laughs> it's a John Paul Jones ring. Yeah. Hey, they went a few basketball games there at the University of Virginia, but I, most of them always got their clothes on. <laughs> for and the I've most seen, part. Yeah, most of them do. Well, yeah. Well, making a trip to Tyler today. Yeah. Been uh, pretty dry. Got a dental appointment to make. Yep. Say ah. But more important, got an appointment with Stanley's barbecue. <laughs> yes. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Hey, uh, take a chapter or a brother-in-law from Stanley's if you don't mind. I don't care about your chestnuts. <laughs> hey, but 
something that really helped you this time of year. People bring out dips and all that kind of stuff. Broccoli, <laughs> broccoli, broccoli. Hey, broccoli is an edible green plant in the cabbage family whose large flowering head, stalk, and small associated leaves are eaten as a vegetable. Now, let me tell you, you better do something with them on dip for me. I'll dip them and eat them, but you look at them, and you say, those look like the bronchial tree. And yes, they're very good for your lungs, broccoli is. Broccoli, bronchial tree. Yeah, here we go. It even looks like it. Hey, it improves cardiovascular health. Broccoli is a food rich in soluble fiber, which binds to cholesterol in the intestine and reduces its absorption. Broccoli helps in the intestinal health. Well, how about this? Broccoli is rich in sulforaphane, a substance that helps regulate the number of bacteria in the stomach, such as Helicobacter pylori. H. pylori, yeah, somebody, for short. Somebody calls it pylori sometimes. The pyloric, okay. Preventing the appearance of ulcers or gastritis. Gastritis yeah, kind of pre-ulcer. Get that kind of going for you. And the fibers present broccoli accelerate intestinal transit and increase the volume of stools, which together with sufficient water intake prevents constipation. Oh boy. All right, just go down to the Taco Bell and get you a couple of tacos. Broccoli helps control blood sugar. Broccoli is a source of fiber that lowers blood sugar levels in people with type 2 diabetes and sulforaphane that inhibits glucose production and improves blood glucose levels in humans. Broccoli may support hormonal balance. Well, broccoli contains endo-3-carbonyl, which influences estrogen metabolism by decreasing the amount of circulating estrogen in the blood, preventing the development of cancer cells whose growth depends on this hormone. I'll tell you about that broccoli. You can even say broccoli <laughs> or broccoli. <laughs> but no matter how good it is for you, sometimes on some people, it could have some possible side effects. And this is what they might be. Individuals with inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's disease, or ulcerated colitis should be careful with the consumption of broccoli as it's rich in fiber and has the capacity to modulate the intestinal microbiota. <laughs> well, some unwanted effects can be associated with consumption, such as bloating and gas. Ooh. You get gas. Individuals taking blood thinner medication should be aware. And it says broccoli has compounds that can block the use and absorption of iodine. Thus, it negatively influences the activity of the thyroid gland. But there are some recommendations on how to eat this. Broccoli. 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 Some studies suggest that consuming half a cup of broccoli a day can help prevent cancer. When choosing broccoli, look for those that are firmer with a deep green color, a slightly purplish. It should be consumed right 
after purchase as it's quite perishable and spoils after a few days. Ranch dressing or that other something. Dress. Dip it. Yeah, dip it, nip it, and get it. Broccoli. All right. Dan Carver does a great skit about broccoli, which don't take it lightly. It's pretty good. Just thought I'd let you know about that one right there. You know, I know people really don't care, but I'm going to say anyway. I'm a big potato chip eater. I always been told, oh, they're so bad for you. Come on, man. Okay. Don't eat it. <laughs> like the tater chips. Thanks. Always have since I little younger days. But why potato chips are not as unhealthy as you think. <laughs> so, yes, the forbidden fruit of the vegetable world and a refuge for the socially awkward at parties. Potato chips are salty, oily, and compulsively eatable. Is there anything not dangerously awful about this beloved snack? <laughs> Actually, yes. In a wasteland of processed junk foods, potato chips stand out as a heroic option, usually featuring only three ingredients, potatoes, vegetable oil, and salt. Keep in mind, for the purposes of this discussion, we're talking plain salted potato chips. That's not to say you shouldn't explore the vast array of, of flavor concoctions out there. But if you're trying to keep it healthiest, simply is your best. While no one would mistake plain chips for a crisp salad, it's worth keeping their comparative benefits in mind with the munchies strap. Or when the munchies strike. <laughs> <laughs> are potato chips good for you? We all know vegetables are healthy. And even though the USDA doesn't count potato chips as serving of vegetables, ooh, then humble potato packs a wallop of potassium even in chip form. A 100-gram serving of potassium that's more than similarly sized banana and a good chunk of your daily recommended value of 3,500 milligrams. Potato chips are being a legit fruit in the potassium game. So, obviously, after beating the banana, the potassium game, don't be scared about eating them. Vegetable oil also has its benefits, and so does salt. For that matter, vegetable oil contains linic acid, and omega-6 fatty acid, which is an important part of healthy diet, according to a study by the University of Missouri and University of Illinois. While some fats can cause inflammation in the body, which is linked to heart disease, those are by and large animal fats, not vegetable fats. You can even find potato chips made with olive oil these days which is fairly universally recognized as one of the healthiest members of the vegetable oil family. You know what else is great about potato chips? What they don't have? I'm going to read it. Sitting here reading the ingredients on a bag of kettle chips, I see potatoes, peanut oil, and sea salt. I don't see preservatives, artificial flavoring, artificial colors, or sugar. You better believe all those things are present in Cheetos. And guess what? 
The artificial yellow six color that gives Cheetos their signature orange hue is actually made from petroleum and causes kidney and adrenal gland tumors in animals. The virtuous potato chip would never do you like that. And also, you got to watch when you scratch when you eat Cheetos. A lot of those preservatives and yellow dyes have been directly linked to different cancers and they feed cancers. So, baked or kettle cooked potato chips, we try to make anything artificial the absolute lowest thing we intake. So, there you go. There you go. There's a whole lot more going on with potato chips. Don't feel so bad if you want to eat potato chip. You know? Coming to you from Tater Todd. <laughs> and also, get your little broccoli dip. And you can dip a little potato chip in there with the broccoli and a potato chip and all. I'm just saying. Broccoli. Broccoli. She jumping, she jumping, she jumping, she jumping. That's right. Hey, next time around, we're going to talk a little bit about vitamins back from the, the uh, aerobic center. About how good the supplements are for you. But. Today, I think it's important to go back to our household tips and tricks that's from the uh, Farmer's Almanac, how to get rid of bad smells. Well, here's a couple more. Bad smells? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get rid of them. Fresh or leftover coffee grounds will also absorb unpleasant odors in a fridge, microwave, or cupboard. Because if you don't eat all that broccoli, and you say, well, I'll just put it over here Ooh. in the fridge. After a while, yeah. it's going to let you know. It'll know. Even after know. I'm freshly picked. <laughs> Boil two parts water with one part vinegar in a microwave-safe container to remove bad smells from your microwave. The vinegar smell itself dissipates quickly. Add half cup of vinegar to one quart of water and allow it to simmer on the stove for a few minutes. This will remove the smell of burnt food and many other odors from your kitchen and burned on food from your stainless steel pots. Just saying. Soak a piece of bread and vinegar and set it overnight in a lunchbox or wastebasket to remove built up food colors. And one more thing, grind leftover citrus rinds in your garbage disposal to sweeten it. Or dump half a cup of salt down the drain and turn on the disposal. Better yet, don't have a disposal. This loosens caked on food and helps neutralize odor. So there you go. A little bit of that. We'll do a little more later on. Farmer's on neck. I'm just telling you. Hey, talked to nephew yesterday. He's up there with his friends isolated in a room, he said. I'm in here with my friends isolated. Supposedly, they told him I got COVID this. He said, but I'm feeling better right now, a lot better. But he was just saying how they've isolated. You know, I'm thinking, well, if you need a little help, call your soon-to-be birthday mother. Oh. Yeah, it's coming up. Yep. December 7th. Pretty close. Pearl Harbor Day. Yep. 1939. We'll get into that later. Pearl Harbor wasn't 39. Pearl mm -hmm. Harbor's 1941. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But birthday's on December 7th. We'll talk more about that later in the week. Sister Jeannie. 
But I want to give a little quote. The quality of an individual is reflected in the standards they set for themselves. Ray Kroc. Hey. That's something to do getting that McDonald's bigger. Uh, he didn't start McDonald's. He just bought it for somebody. And he kept their name, the McDonald Brothers, and he expounded on it, which I'd say pretty much. Well, that's all I got to multiply track, add, and divide here. Swamp uh, today. Proverbs is always around. Use that one and, you know, get beginning to be a lot like Christmas to release some of that stress. You might want to read. Hey. What do you think they might want to read there? The Gent Library. Come on. It's available on Amazon. We got 10 books waiting for you to read them. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and his kid. And I'm the Retired Coach. I'm his kid. Make it count. Doo-doo.